Hebrews chapter 4 says that the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing as far as the division of soul and spirit, of both joint and marrow, able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. <clears throat> so uh, this week I am um, laying out a, an apologetic a case, uh, an argument for why you need to take another deeper look at the book. As we're launching into a new uh, academic year, new ministry year, I'm saying, look, you've got to take another look, a deeper look at the Bible. And so far I've said, for starters, it's just, it's just common sense. I mean, if you're gonna be, uh, if you're gonna live in the 21st century and claim to have any idea what's going on, you have to read and, and understand and have a working understanding of what the Bible says it's the best-selling, most influential book of all time. Five billion copies in print. Secondly, uh, I, I made the point that it's not just a book uh, that is best-selling, but it makes outrageous, uh, scandalous even claims about itself. And these claims about itself are about really important topics. It claims to be truth. It claims to be uh, it claims to reveal God. It claims to be written by God. Uh, it claims to be information that is mission critical for us to live life well. So uh, the third reason I said is uh, that I thought you needed to take another look at the Bible is because a lot of people don't really understand what it is. They sort of have it as this collection of religious stories, morality lessons, sort of an Aesop's fable kind of thing, Grimm's fairy tale kind of thing about religious stuff. And that, that's just so wide of the mark that uh, it, it, it's just tragic. So the fourth reason that I think you need to take another look at the book uh, is a little bit philosophical, uh, a little bit more theoretical. Um, and I realize that uh, some of you don't like hearing that, um, especially from me. Uh, I make you suffer through some of this stuff. But look, we all have a, a set of starting assumptions. We all have a, a, a foundational operational system. We have, uh, we have a, a, an intellectual grid that helps us process information and make sense of life. And uh, this grid gets called a variety of different things. Uh, more um, specifically, in recent years, it's been referred to as our worldview uh, out of some German work that was done. And it's sort of one part culture, one part parental influence, um, one part uh, of, a, of a handful of other different things, religious orientations. There's other factors mixed in. But, but it's often noted that, uh, that this worldview is like a pair of eyeglasses that we put on, and everything we see, we see through the prism of those glasses. So it shapes what we see. And so I want to say to you, uh, it's possible that you have on the wrong eyeglasses. You're seeing everything uh, incorrectly. So our worldview <clears throat> is shaped um, by our, our worldview is shaped by and it shapes our answer to the seven life questions, uh, particularly the seventh. Now, I know. This might be new news to you. I have, I have mentioned this before in a sermon series, uh, but some of you may be quite certain that you've never heard of the seven questions, and so you feel like you're behind. Uh, what are these questions, and you know, what are the answers? And look, 
the fact of the matter is you have answers to the seven questions. So one of the, one of the things to understand is you have a worldview. We're all theologians. We're all philosophers. The question is not whether we have thoughts or opinions about God and life and what matters. The question is whether or not our thoughts and opinions about God and life and other things are, are any good. Do we have, a, do we have a, a system that is in some sense tethered to reality and internally consistent or not? And lots of people are in the not camp. So question number one, <clears throat> the starting question is what ultimately matters? What's the most important thing? You know, who or what is God? What is the summum bonum? The most, the most important thing. Question number two is who am I? Uh, like, how am I to understand myself? Uh, am I the most important thing? Am I uh, the temporary pinnacle of the evolutionary process? Am I somebody made in the image of God, a child of God? You know, who am I? Third question that sort of uh, gets linked to that is, uh, where did I come from? Um, question number four, what went wrong? Um, assuming that something went wrong, why do I think something went wrong? Why is there so much pain and suffering in the world? How do I make sense of all this? Question number five, uh, what is expected of me? Uh, this is a big, important question, and uh, it, it's going to be coming up. I'm, I'm working on a sermon now as we're working to getting to the end of James. You might have already heard the sermon, but uh, this is sort of a big question. What is, what is expected of me as we launch into the fall? What is expected of me? Um, what standards am I going to be held to? Like, uh, what is it, what is, if, if there is a God, then what does God expect of me? Do, do other people have claims to my life? Does the government have claims to my life? Does my family have claims to my life? What am I supposed to do to live a good life? Question six is uh, what happens when I die? Uh, and then question seven, which is the question, is where do I go for answers to the first six questions? So how do I know what I know? And there are four different approaches, four different answers, four different um, four different uh, Trump cards. I don't I don't know what else to say. I'm uh, Trump obviously has other meanings today, but we don't have a. I haven't figured out what word to use when you're referring to what is the main suit in a card game. So what is the main suit? So some people uh, think that, they, that the way that you answer the questions, the way that you know what you know is by looking inside yourself. What feels right? Like I gotta, you do you. I gotta be true to myself. What is, it, what is deeply true? What is true at the deepest recesses of who I am? So some people go through that experience, intuition, feelings, right, emotions. Some people say we establish truth on the basis uh, of, of old information, of tradition, of with truth, and, and what really matters and the way we answer the most important questions is what has been handed down to us through our parents, through our culture, through whatever. We're, we're looking at tradition. A third way people try to answer the questions of uh, uh, the first six questions is, is by using reason. So I am going to use my mind. I am, gonna, I am going to use science. I am going to use logic. I am going to reason my way, think my way through to what is ultimately true. And the fourth, then the fourth way that we say we get answers to these questions is by what 
theologians refer to as revelation. What has God revealed to us? And again, the Bible would say that God reveals truth to us in a few different ways, that the highest revelation of, of God, uh, the Father is God the Son, and that uh, we can know certain things to be true about God because of the creation. You discern things about the creator by looking at the creation. The heavens declare the glory of God, right? We can, we can know some things about God by natural or general revelation. But the pivotal uh, source of information about God and about life and the answers to questions one through six comes through what we call the word of God written. It comes through the Bible. And um, so <clears throat> why, uh, why should you be uh, taking another deeper look, more concerted look at the Bible? It's, it's because uh, it has the answers to questions one through six. So I'm not suggesting that the other, that, that you know, uh, emotions or experience or reason or tradition are not also equally true. And I think we got to, we end up doing um, uh, a dance in which all four of these have aspects of truth and they shape how we understand things. But let's be clear, the answers to questions one through six, the, the, the trump card to be played here is the word of God, the Bible. We need to take another look at it because it's that important. Have a good day.